everybody welcome back to the building cheap podcast i am so excited to be here oh my goodness i have not uploaded since september so that is september october november december january about five months wow how has everybody been what have you guys been up to how's your garden how are your flowers how are you i am so so happy to be back so happy this has been <laughs> this has been a long time coming but yeah um five months i've been in uni since september definitely that is definitely not the reason why i have not posted let me lie to you i just like i have like reiterated in the last two episodes that i post as the lord puts it on my heart and this one i was in a worship session this evening i was just praising the lord worshiping him and he just put in my heart yeah you need to record an episode i was like what about and he said to me check your notes so i have this notes app that has like different not notes app i have this like i have this list in my notes app yeah that has like different topics and i remember that i wrote this one one time and it's called somebody's son has found me you people i have a man everybody ladies and gentlemen everybody ladies and gentlemen i have a man i i, I don't know what to say um he's actually here in in the studio with me right now <laughs> he's always here and his name is jesus guys <laughs> okay um yeah i don't have a man and that's what this episode is really about it's valentine's season it's february and as you can imagine the god winners you know the god i beg you know they let the single people breathe people yeah we are all yeah <laughs> This is really interesting because I'm 18 now and before last year, this was only a topic on my heart in the sense that I could, I, I, I just didn't care like about relationships and whatnot. I cared in the sense that, oh, like I knew I'll be married one day or I'll have a boyfriend or like I would be in a relationship one day. But now there's something that has shifted in the atmosphere. <laughs> there's something that has definitely shifted in the atmosphere and I want to talk honesty in the sense that this is valentine's season for a lot of people who are not in relationships especially it's like it's like what am i like what's the purpose of my essence what's what's my life right and i was it was so interesting this scripture came to mind it's one of my favorite scriptures ever and it's proverbs 13 verse 12 that says hope deferred makes the heart sick but when the desire comes it is a tree of life and it's just so beautiful that the Bible is complete, <laughs> number one. And it understands that when truly our hope, when we hope for something, to hope for something is to have expectation, to want it, to desire it. When it's deferred, your heart literally feels sick. So I could say heartbreak. And the Bible then tells us that the Lord is close to brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. But then it goes on to say, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. And we know life is it's just this beautiful thing when i think of life i think of the color green and when i think of color green i think of gardens i think of flowers i think of beauty i think of creativity i think of splendor i think of follicle i think of just running through the field and just living my best life and then to be the tree of life like everlasting long living that it will stand it'll just always be there so i just think that what that scripture really means to me a lot of the time is when the hope that you had is deferred, it makes your heart sick. 
when the desire is fulfilled, it may not be how you desired it. It may not be what you expected it to come, like the shape you expected it to come or the size of the packaging. But it is like a tree of life regardless. Or is it the tree of life? Because if I say like, that's like a simile. But the Bible says it is a tree of life. So it is a tree of life. It will last. It will be rooted. It will have substance, you know. <sighs> so I just wanted to preface that. Um, you know, I just wanted to put that out there. For anybody listening under the sound of my voice, um, even if you're not listening to this in February, I just pray that you know, first of all, that God sees your hope and he honors your hope. You know, the fact that you've even brought it to him, he is honored and so thankful that you trust him with your heart. Because when he does his big one, when he does his thing, oh my goodness. When you see the fruits that come out of it, because trees usually have fruits, and he, you will just know that it was God all along. So I pray that even right now, as your heart is sick, expectant, just know that the word of God says, when the desire comes and is fulfilled, it'll be a, a tree of life. In Jesus' name, Amen. So. <sighs> How are we? <laughs> How are we feeling? Let's take that all in. Um, let me just start by saying, being single is not crime. <laughs> but it's so funny though. I, I wanna think about it like this. So, if you know me or probably ever had a conversation with me about marriage, one of my favorite things is like, oh my god, I wanna get married really young, really early. I just truly believe that that is God's intention for my life. It has always been something on my heart, even before I met like Christ. I just always knew that yeah, marriage is is in the books for me. Actually, it was always more of I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to have lots of kids, and then I had to understand that okay, to have kids, I want to do the right way. I want to be married, so we got to be married and got married early. <laughs> but more and more each day, God is speaking to me about my marriage and different things, just in terms of like what being a married woman would look like for me according to his word and for my generation now i'm speaking to christians i'm not speaking to any other group of people to these people that serve the lord and have the holy spirit on the inside of them you have to understand that for each and every single thing that you do and each and every single thing that he brings to you it is for a purpose and that includes relationships he's not going to bring you a relationship that will be fruitless like the lord wants everything he does to have impact he wants everything he does to leave a mark on your life so that you know that truly truly god was here and i think for a lot of us especially at this time of the year it's easy to feel like ah god when god would you do my own you know because it's so interesting like i was saying i never used to care about these things like but coming to uni and you hear people having significant others because i'm now in an age bracket of people from ages 18 to like 22 23 so you meet different people every day right and you're hearing oh she's in a relationship oh my gosh she's getting engaged she's getting proposed to it's so interesting one day the holy spirit has asked me to them are you getting married next year i was like no sir upper year no sir <laughs> and he was like so <laughs> why are you bothered but i was like because it's cute <laughs> It's cute, you know, my boyfriend, my man, my man, my man, my man. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice to say. And the TikToks are cute and the Instagram reels are cute and the captions are beautiful. You know, but there's work. <laughs> there's so much work that 
the relationship encompasses that the reels and cute tiktoks don't tell you and something i've also come to understand with the lord is he will give to each one according to their portion according to what they can handle but beyond that because sometimes we receive things that we believe we're not equipped for but god is not a wicked god so the grace will come as long as you're willing to ask for it as long as you know that he has not left you alone in the valley because he's always there like i said i have a man and he's with me right now and he's with jesus but the point is for a lot of us that desire relationships at least in the conversations i've had with people i, I see that what is most rampant is that some of us are not even fully content in our relationships with christ i want to debunk a myth here however you don't have to be 100 percent god seeking and say okay therefore i'm not interested in relationship anymore i'm only for god no it's not it's not a transactional thing it's not like god i only want you only you and nothing else but you and then he will bring your husband to you or your wife to you and say okay now that you only want me i can give them to you it's, it's a bit of a i've always struggled with that ideology i think what god wants most especially is that even when let's say in your work with him you are 70 percent, right but he can trust you that in that 70 percent, if you're struggling with lust in the relationship you can come back to him you can say to him lord this is this is happening or you're struggling with not being submissive because nobody's ever going to be 100 ready for a relationship for anything in life but the beauty about it is that god wants to know that you're going to put him front and center every single time and because you're a christian and you desire a christian relationship and your partner is also going to be christian that desires a godly relationship right he's going to do it in such a way that both of you have him first and foremost as the center of your lives as individuals before he makes both of you collective so that you're not going to would i say lead both of yourselves astray that's what it means to be equally yoked you know and i also want to say not every man of god every woman of god is your man or your woman like we also need to stop um idolizing relationships that's another thing because it's good to desire like lord this is a desire of my heart i want to be married i want to have kids i want to have a partner i want to like i just you know it's a good thing because god really does want us to you know have a person that like he just he wants that good thing for us but when you start idolizing it and making your god and putting it above you know him in your heart it's it's really it's really it's not god's design it's not it was never his design for us and it would never be his design for us and i think that one of the reasons why the lord um has a lot of people would i say not in relationships right now is that he's working on our hearts because you have to be honest with yourself i was asking myself shazam i don't know if i'm interested in saying sorry to somebody if i fall asleep <laughs> you know because i've heard in relationships that people used to do like if you fall asleep people say, oh so sorry my love i was asleep really <laughs> i did not know that's what we're doing you know because and then it's just, just some things i don't consider to be that deep that serious 
And I'm just like, this would be a huge problem. Like, am I even interested to listen to another person's ideology right now? Am I interested in getting to know somebody else in that manner? Like, am I ready for that? And because, like I said, I do want to get married pretty early. And when it, let me preface that by saying 23, 25, even 22 is amazing because I, I graduate uni at 22. For some people, that's a bit of a, ah, like, what? And for some people, that's like, yay. But that's really my desire. Like, between that ages, the ages of 22 and 25, in fact, 25 is a bit, but I'm just hope, like, I'm just still waiting on the Lord to tell me what he will say. Because, yeah, but what I'm trying to say is, because I'm 18, I know that, okay, marriage is not too far, at least for me, the age that I know that is in my heart. It's not too far. If I'm saying 22, that's about three years. Yeah, three to four, about three years. <sighs> and when you think about it like that, it's like, okay, so... That's why all of a sudden it's a huge desire in my heart. It's a huge thing in my heart. But it's it's also really, would I say, tempting to make it an idol. And then the Lord shared with me the other day a scripture. Is Isaiah twenty is it sorry, Isaiah thirty, verse twenty one to um, I think twenty two, and it says, Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. Whenever you turn to the right or whenever you turn to the left. But then you will also have to defile the covering of your images of silver and the ornament of your molded images of gold. You will throw them away as unclean things. You will say to them, get away. To hear the voice of the Lord about the path you should go, you must remove your idols. So I read that in NKJV. I can read that in NIRV just for better understanding. So that's Isaiah 30 verse 21. And it says, you will hear your teacher's voice behind you. You will hear it whether you turn to the right or to the left. It will say, here is the path I want you to take, so walk in it. Then you will get rid of the silver statues of your gods. You won't have anything to do with the gold statues either. All of them are unclean, so you will throw them away like dirty rags. You will say to them, get away from us. You have to tell the idols in your heart first and foremost, get away from us. That's what a lot of people get wrong. They think God is waiting for you to be so perfect before he gives you the right person. No, all he wants is that you get rid of those idols in your heart and come to him and say, Lord, okay, I am dealing with lust. I am dealing with money as an idol because the reason I want to get into relationships for financial security so the person can buy me hair, pay my rent and do this and do that. Yes, apparently that's a thing too. I did not know that. Or I just want somebody to hold, you know, I want somebody to take cute pictures with, I want somebody to go on vacations with, you know, all these things that you see, you don't know that they're filling your mind, but they are. Okay. Or Lord, I just want to, I don't know, talk to somebody. I just want to like, have you opened your bible in a bit <laughs> have you talked to the lord have you built intimacy with the lord okay this person is going through something you need to intercede for them when last did you intercede for yourself do you know how to pray can you pray can you withstand warfare because if satan sees that you're building a god relationship that needs a marriage that will make hell tremble He's not going to let both of you go. Ha, he's going to deal with both of you. <laughs> so what then would you then do when the afflictions arise? A second, third and fourth time. <laughs> you have to be ready for these things. You have to have your arsenal ready. So what I think the Lord wants most especially of us is to bring those idols to him. Be honest with yourself. Say, Lord, a relationship sounds really good right now. This is so interesting. This is therapy for me because I'm just getting it out. A relationship sounds really good. It sounds like the 
best idea. Because I'm not going to lie to you. I can't do it right now. <laughs> and that's okay to say. Because before, I just had to say to myself, like, Chisholm, think about this. Yes. My man, my man, my man. But I don't know if I'm ready for the other things that come with a relationship just yet. And I want you to think about it. Are you ready? Then if you really are, if you've checked it in your heart. Now there's another thing I've come to realize that sometimes there's a veil, there's a covering upon some people. There's a spirit that sometimes does not let people would I say see you for what you are. So when you're supposed to be smelling of wife, you're smelling of friends, they put you in the friend zone. You're supposed to be smelling like a girlfriend, you're smelling of sister in Christ. So there's also that other side of okay, you are ready, this is where you ought to be, this is where you think you are, you've done with that, you've done your time with the Lord. But regardless of whatever it is, you ought to be seeking him every step of the way. So if it is that you believe that is a covering, if you believe that this is where you're supposed to be right now in a relationship, you're ready. Then you have to ask the Lord, Lord, what is going on? Where is your son? Because I still know you have sons because I'm your daughter. So where are your sons, Lord? Who is this man? Are you praying for him? Are you praying for his salvation? What if he's in a wrong relationship right now? Are you asking the Lord to prune his heart, to work on his heart? You know, are you writing things down and making the vision plain? Are you working to become a wife? Because I don't see why you want to be with somebody. Like you want to, how to explain it? You want to be with somebody, but you're not planning towards marriage. You're just doing it for casualty and for fun. That is not the Lord's intention. You, you have to have your things together understand why you want this thing you know delight in the lord of course seek you first the kingdom of god yes but think about it really critically why do i want this thing so bad is it because it looks good everybody has it right now do i have the bandwidth for it the capacity can i do this is a relationship going to fix all my problems? I tell you it's not. Because <laughs> from what I've heard, it mirrors, it shows you, it's like a mirror, it shows you part of yourself you don't want to see. And you have to deal with it and confront it. Or if you don't, then it becomes a toxic relationship. And unfortunately, it's not going to look like what you thought Instagram ones and TikTok ones look like. And then you're going to think, ah, they scammed you. But they really didn't. You scammed yourself because you were not ready. Swallow that one. <laughs> My point is, it's really one of the things that we have to bring to the Lord. When we start to feel things, I just like to tell myself often, she says, I'm sure worrying about it because you haven't taken it to the Lord. So let's take it to the Lord. Lord, I'm feeling this way. Lord, people around me are getting presents from their significant others. Lord, I wish I had a boyfriend. Why? Because I wish I had someone to hug. To cuddle with romantically. My my female friends are great. But sometimes I just look at other people and say, Oh wow, like you really have that going for you, don't you? <laughs> but then other times I'm just like, you know what, I really love my space. And both can exist. Both feelings can exist. I even feel like in relationships sometimes some people still just like, Oh, today I just wish I just could be my better self and I can't talk from that perspective. I don't know what it's like over there, but I'm talking from the standpoint of someone who is single and who knows that I still value my time with myself alone 
you know, like I was saying earlier, I don't think I really have the bandwidth to be adding somebody else to my prayers right now, to be sending a nigga for someone, to be apologizing for sleeping, you know, to be saying my favorite color is, you know, I have um, so and so siblings, or, you know, all these things. It's, just <laughs> it's hilarious, but it's the truth. And these are the things that we need to ask ourselves. And you have to ask and be honest to with yourself when you're thinking, is this an idol in my heart? Has this become an idol? And you know it's an idol when when you wake up, that's the first thing you're thinking about. You sign into the Godwin Club. When you're sleeping, that's the first thing you're thinking about. You are daydreaming about it. It's one thing to, like I said, desire. That's great. But if it fills your mind to the extent that, oh my goodness, <laughs> you can't you can't sleep without creating fictional or a fantasy about i don't know who that's a bit of a problem you know of course pray about it because we are told to pray about everything prayer is the master key and in prayer the lord will show you things he's working on the lord will even tell you things that he's doing you know why he's causing the delay i like to think about hannah a lot at this time hannah was um wanting a child initially to show up to penina say look i have a child now who do you think you are that sort of thing (laughs) and i kind of loved her but hannah really wanted a child and then we see that in and i think it's first samuel that we see that the lord shut her womb it was the lord's doing it wasn't that she was barren it was the lord's doing so sometimes it's the lord the lord really just wants you to say to focus on him to give him your time because i think um our brother Paul, <laughs> who we know is so against relationships, talks about the fact that when you're single, you're single. You have all the time you need to, to do whatever you want to. But when you're married, you really don't have that time anymore. It's not. It's no longer just you. It's you and someone else. And beyond that, it's you, someone else, and kids. If you so desire kids, you know that sort of thing. So it's just you just have to ask yourself these important foundational questions. Am I ready for this? Truly. Like, yes, somebody's son has found you. Somebody's daughter has found you. No, we don't find you. You find us. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, it's great on paper. And it could be great and practical too. But I truly believe that the right thing at the wrong time is still the wrong thing. Because it will not be handled with the right tools and resources that will keep it lasting So. If your hope is deferred right now and you get the thing eventually and it doesn't look like a tree of life, I think it's because it was the wrong thing <laughs> or it was not the right time. So don't, because what I've seen then people start doing is being desperate and just going into any kind of relationships. And when you go into any kind of relationship where the Lord is not the center, you could even find yourself fornicating and doing things that the Lord will not have you do, doing things that do not glorify him because if both of you do not have God consciousness. But when the Lord brings two people together, both of you have that understanding that, okay, this is for a purpose. This is to make hell mad. How do we do that? Even in courting. And how do you continue to do that even in marriage? You know, there's so many things. And the things I've been doing recently, it's just fill my mind and to keep me expectant and hopeful and excited i've been reading marriage books i've been reading um scriptures about marriage and a wife and being a mother it makes me expectant it's teaching me things because like i'm realizing oh like 
this is what submission is and this is what submission is not this is what a man does this is what a woman does you know like these are the things got outlined for us oh that makes sense like and instead of filling my mind with oh like god has deserted me and and no longer has sons for me instead i'm just like oh like this is exciting to know that this is what the lord would have me do when i'm becoming wife a mother even as a girlfriend like what can i do the bible doesn't explicitly talk about girlfriends but i think um what i would say in terms of that is is just embodying the fruit of the spirit and embodying first corinthians 13 you know these are the sorts of things that would translate into a long-term relationship that would sustain a long-term relationship love would sustain a long-term relationship it's beyond love but love is like one of the greatest things you should have christ-like love not just any kind of love that's a love that will keep two people together so this is me just pouring out my heart in some way i hope this is an encouraging word for someone like it's not easy sometimes when you look left and you look right and you're here and go straight but you're seeing on your left and your right you have options you know your roster is building up you you have people texting you your phone and sometimes you really don't nobody's hitting your line it's dry the only notification you get is your bible app <laughs> or your battery is full and you're just like ah god my shoe brush <laughs> like god why now why me like everybody valentine is coming where's your boyfriend where's your girl where's your everything people are getting chocolates is him am, am i smelling do I have a bad character? Like all these things. And we say them as jokes, but Loki, Loki, they are seeping into our soul. And we don't realize how much of our identity is being formed in those things. And then back to idolization. You don't want to do that to yourself because you are so much more. The Lord has created you to be so much more. And it's not dependent on your relationship status. It's not dependent on, you know, who you're talking to or who you're not talking to. You should be talking to Jesus all the time, actually. <laughs> He's a good guy. Like, he loved you before you loved him. Do you know what that means? <laughs> Please, oh, I will stay with my Jesus. <laughs> and I will stay with him even in marriage. Because that's the point. That's why lots of people, like, tend to forget. It's not that, I was saying earlier, it's not that he wants you to completely and incandescently just be so in love with him. Yes, like, great stuff. But there's also room in your heart for another person. So what he just wants to get out of you is those idols. He wants to prune you. So that when the person comes, you don't make them an idol to the point where you think that you're savior and you're lord. Ah, that's a bit of a problem. <laughs> and that even in and of itself is a huge and bigger problem. And then but if you think when you get into a relationship, your problem of lust is sorted. It's not. Because then... You would want to act out your delusions with the person. And if the person doesn't want to, you're going to start looking elsewhere. You know, comparisons and whatnot. And, um, you know, or if you're not looking like your social media idols and idolizations. Again, it's great to pray. Use people as prayer points. Even use people as prayer points. I always say, God, only the good from the relationship would you give me. Please, and if I can't even hold on to the good, just give me the one that's for me. So, you know, but the point is, take everything back to the lord i think that's the basis of everything in life but it's easier said than done but it's important to say as often as possible until it becomes easy to do you know take every single thing back to god the lord hears your cries he knows your heart 
But what he wants is that he wants you to tell him as well. He wants to know what you're feeling from your perspective. Um, so I'm just going to end this with a prayer. Holy Spirit, I thank you. Thank you for your sons and your daughters listening. And me, your daughter who has done the talking. <laughs> thank you for speaking through me. Lord, I ask that at this time, whether it's Valentine, Christmas, the random day in the year, whoever needs to hear this message, Lord, as long as you're under the sound of my voice, I pray that they are set free from idolization, Lord. I pray that they come to the realization that they are full in you, that they are, their life, Lord, like their desire is not unto their husband or wife, that is a curse, but it is unto you. That in the same way the Bible says, as a deer panteth for water, that's the same way we'll pant for you, Lord. I pray that our thirst will be unto you, our hunger will be unto you, and you'll be our satisfaction. We thank you, Jesus. It's not easy, Lord, but we thank you that we do not have a high priest who does not understand. We thank you, Lord, that you are with us every single step of the way. Our soul cries out to you, Lord. And I pray that in your timing, we will recognize the people you'll bring our way. We'll, like I was saying, they will not smell a friend when they also smell like husband or wife. And we will also smell like friend. Like change our smell, change our fingers, put us at the right place at the right time, Lord. Help some of us to start going out if that's the solution to our problems. Help some people to be checking their requests, you know. <laughs> not every time God wins. Sometimes, God, what do I ought to do, you know. Holy Spirit, I love you. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for being our boyfriends. Thank you for being our girlfriends. Thank you for just being you. Thank you for being our partner in everything. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for holding us. Thank you for caring for us. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. So to you, Boomer, Boomet. I pray this has blessed you. I pray that your heart feels a little lighter knowing that God has you in the palm of his hands and he cares for you. I pray that I don't feel alone. You know, message me on Valentine's Day. I'll wish you a happy Valentine's Day because <laughs> we're all in this together. And maybe by next year, Valentine's, you know, my story would have changed. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, guys, I just thought to drop this here the lord put this on my heart and yeah i'm just very happy that i could get this word out god bless you guys um see you in the next episode Mwah. happy valentine's day happy loved month yeah go ahead spread love this month do something in the church do something in your community show your friends love like there's different ways to show love it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic i know that's a cry of our heart the lord will do it i promise you I will come for your wedding. He will do it. <laughs> but yeah, just for now, embrace and enjoy all the love around you, like however it comes, okay? But let your desire be unto the Lord. What's that song? As the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. You alone are my heart's desire and I long to worship you. Yeah, that's the one. Uh-huh. You alone are my strength, my shield. To you 
alone make my spirit yield you alone are my heart's desire and i long to worship you yeah guys i love you all god bless you bye and if you don't forget don't forget okay if nobody's telling you this jesus loves you check the bible out it has too many love notes okay bye guys see you soon